Hey folks, Jeremy here. I just wanted to take a minute to let you know that we had a, a slight issue with my microphone and there is some static throughout the podcast, especially towards the later part. I really hope that it's not unlistenable. Uh, I hope that you can still enjoy it and gain some entertainment out of it. We appreciate you. And without further ado, go ahead. Here is Above the Board. Five, four, three, two, one, 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 one. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. You will figure it out. I always do. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, here we are. It's another episode of Above the Board, Take a Gander edition. Um... I'm here today, joined with my friend. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. Oh, Jeremy. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's not even 11 o'clock in the morning. Well, I mean, it's the afternoon uh, here. <laughs> well, time's weird. Uh, I'm Bradley. Welcome to Take a Gander, episode something or other. Um, what is this, episode seven overall? I believe this is episode eight. Episode eight. Okay. Um we're going to be so last time we talked about uh some movies what did we talk about last time the take a gander episode we did movies it was was, yeah it was that shitty movie colossal and those two great (laughs) musicals uh yeah the one great musical hamilton and the somewhat okay musical uh the greatest showman uh at the end of that we talked about some podcast options some suggestions for each other yeah for this episode Uh, and so we're going to get really meta with it. We're going to talk about podcasts on our podcast. Yes. Uh, the podcast bit, for little, podcast. A little bit meta, uh, which we'll see how this works. Uh, it may be good. It may be, it may be short. It, it'd probably be really short it because the be. one you suggested to me, uh, I didn't like at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, so uh, what was that one I suggested to you? That was the Real AF, you right? Suggested, yeah, you suggested Real AF uh, with... Uh, Andy, Andy Frisella? Frisella's. Yeah. So you suggested the episode on leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had listened to this a long time ago. Okay. When you very first suggested it. So I had to go back in my mind to remember, because I wasn't going to listen to it again. <laughs> okay. Uh, so let me get my notes up here. Because uh, I wrote down some notes about what I what I thought of it. Okay. My first gut, gut reaction, gut instinct. Um. Oh, man, we're going to start off negative, which is unfortunate. It's okay. Uh, actually, no, we won't. We don't have to start off negative. Uh, I will start off with what I did like about it. Okay. I did agree with the sentiment, the basic sentiment that uh, Fresellus, uh posited in the podcast of, as leaders, our job is not to coddle and be friends and make sure everyone likes us. That is not our job as leaders. No. I will agree with that. However, I did not agree with the degree to which he swung away from that. I did not like the abrasiveness that I didn't, I didn't care for the abrasiveness that he had just in general, um, which that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily inform my opinions on uh, the topic itself. Uh, I just, you know, cursing, everybody curses, everybody does it. I get it. Um, I do think there is a, I think there should be a moderation with it. Uh, cause if you curse every other word, 
the punchiness and the 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 point of the curses can lose its meaning. Um, that's not to say certain friends in certain groups in certain situations. I'm going to drop an F word every other word. Like, but yeah. it just felt a little bit a little bit overboard uh, to the degree to which it was dropped in that episode. That's fair. Um, I mean, he does again. It, it kind of it, it it fits with the whole aesthetic of his like you know real as fuck. Like that's that's the whole that's the name of the podcast. So yeah. it fits with it. I get it. Um, but as far as like the topic that he was talking about, um, yeah, I don't know if I necessarily would agree with the uh, degree at which he swung away from his desire to make sure as a leader he doesn't coddle people and make people make make you know like as a leader that's not the top priority, which it isn't. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But um, I think there's a better way to approach it. I think there um, is a way that you can approach it where it's not so toxic. Uh, cause I think that's at the end of the day, if you start, I don't know, like shitting on, uh, if, if you start, if you start, uh, punishing everybody, it's only going to lead to toxic behaviors. And he even says it in the podcast. Like if you, if you punish everybody for one person's mistake, the people aren't going to get mad at you. They're going to get mad at that person. Well, that defeats the purpose of a cohesive unit. They're going to, they are going to get mad at that person. They're either going to get mad at you or they're going to get mad at the person. Yes. Uh, either one leads to a toxic uh, environment, which I'm not about. I, I think life is too short. And this is looking at it from a work perspective. You yeah. and I, you and I both work retail, we both work retail management and yeah. leadership. Like we, so I'm speaking mainly from that perspective. I don't know how uh, leading an, an online content creation uh, network possibly differs from that. I don't know. Uh, and maybe in those situations, it is better to be like that. But uh, I think life is too short to to work in a place that you hate being in. And I personally would hate having a leader uh, that does and acts the way that Frisella's, uh <laughs> recommended in his podcast. Okay. So I... Res- that's my hot take. That's, that's my hot take. That's your hot take. So some of that I agree with. Um, I like Andy Frisellas. Uh He is a little rough. Um, he kind of comes across... So he, he started a supplement company. And it's a pretty mm-hmm. successful company, and he was he was in the trenches with that company. So he he's not somebody who just you know built the the supplement company and sort of walked away and you know just had other people doing. It. I mean he he hustled his way to that. He's mm-hmm. because it's a supplement company. You can imagine this guy probably spends a lot of time in the gym, so he has yeah. that sort of aggressive gym like like Jocko Willink sort of that that same kind of voice that same kind of delivery. And yeah, I'm glad that the podcast, his podcasts are only 15, 20 minutes long or less. He does a couple of them where he does interviews and they're longer and they're fun to listen to. But I do like that his just his typical podcasts are only about 15 to 20 minutes because I don't know that I could listen to him much more just him. I like what he says. And I so I extrapolate uh, differently than you do when it comes to stuff like that. I take mm-hmm. I, I filter it through. And then I understand that some of this is scenario-based, situationally-based, and it's also based, number one thing it's based on is the person that I'm leading. And everybody is different. Now, I don't know Andy Fresellis' philosophy on getting to know his employees, treating them differently. I think that specific podcast about leadership was more about people who are so 
worried about whether or not their employees like them. They're always trying to be the buddy. They don't know how to have a, a backbone and, and step away and be like, no, we've got a job to do. Let's make it happen. I'm a right. leader that I like being with my employees. I like talking to them. And, you know, I'm a human, so I, I definitely like when people like me. However, I also feel that when, when I need to, I can direct them, encourage them, grow them in a way that doesn't require any sort of hostility. And I don't know if, you know, I don't believe that this guy started his company and became as successful as he was by beating people down constantly. Um, so that, that's the first point. The second one is the right. cursing, and I had to laugh when you said that because I just I just <laughs> chuckled because the podcast you had me listen to cusses a lot. So like, but but I do get it, and because yeah. Andy Forcellis's real AF, that is the aesthetic of it. That's kind of you know I'm here, I'm real, I'm just gonna break it down for you, and this shit's fucking the way it goes. And he yeah. does. It's excessive, you know. It, it's a little bit gratuitous at times. But I do feel like that's who he is. If he was in the gym, or if he was, if I was, went to him and said, you know, Andy, I, what piece of life advice would you give me? And I just feel like he'd be like, listen, motherfucker, you need to find. Like, I just feel like he would be very <laughs> intense. Um, yeah. But I, I've, I listened to one of his podcasts uh, where he interviewed. I, honestly, I can't remember who he was interviewing, but they talked about children. And I guess he doesn't uh-huh. cuss around his kids. And he's, he's so my guess is he's kind of like. He's that, you know, tough guy outside of the home and inside of the home. He's probably just a big teddy bear, to be honest. Um, probably. And that's something that I also... Oh, sorry. Hold on. I think my computer froze. Uh, I think that's something that I also need to remember is, um, especially in regards to Frisella and, and that, that podcast is... Persona. I, that's something that uh, comes up a lot, actually, with any online content creation is the peop- the, the, the persona that people put in front of the camera in front of the microphone isn't necessarily uh always the actual person so i'm sure like you said frisella isn't actually this super hyper aggressive curse every other word type person he may be yeah and if he is cool he's obviously had success um but uh it just it not necessarily that's not necessarily the type of uh energy that i like yeah. to put in my life <laughs> if i were to be a degree well, now- and I now think, let me ask you a different question about it. Okay. Because the other thing that I wanted you to listen to was the actual production value. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the way the podcast is produced? Do you feel that it's heavily produced? Do you feel that it's amateurish? I mean, what what did you gain from that? Uh, I thought it was, I mean, fine. I thought it was good. I, th- I didn't think it was amateur at all. Um the mic quality, I didn't notice anything with it. I, in fact, any of the podcasts I listened to, I, uh, yeah. that we'll get to later, I didn't uh, notice really any uh, quality hiccups. Okay. Um, awesome. Which I, I know where you're going to go with, with yours. Uh, I know why you asked that question. I know what you're going to say about... <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to there. We'll get to that. Uh, but I did, want to, I did want to touch back up on the very first point you made, the, the, the counterpoint you made, the first one, okay. uh, with being a leader and knowing when to, for lack of a better term, have a backbone. Cause I hate that. It just sounds so aggressive. Um, which is funny. There's a book. I'll talk about it later. Uh, there's a book that the whole point of the, uh, 
uh, uh, conflict is that humanity is too aggressive. And there's a really funny character. Like at the end of every sentence, if somebody like contradicts him at all, he's like, you're so aggressive. It's really <laughs> funny. Anyways, um, the whole point about you had about being a leader and knowing when to have a, a backbone and when to stand up and when to be a leader and be able to direct your people. Um, I agree with that hundred percent. I hundred percent agree with it. And I agree with what Frisella said. I think there's just a better way to go about it than what I was imagining he would do based on how he was describing it should be done in the podcast. If that makes sense. Yeah. Cause I, I don't know. I do, he could be, he, he could just have been hamming it up as his persona. Like yeah, we're talking about. He potentially, but, but you also look at it like this. If somebody is so far detached from where they need to be, uh-huh. you can't gently bring them to the point where they need to be. It's got to be a big action. And I kind of sure. think that's where he's coming from. And I don't know this for, for truth or not, but it, I just think that's where he's kind of coming from. He's coming from the place where if you're listening to him and you just don't have that backbone and you're just not, and I find that more assertive than aggressive, but you're just not Fair. really leading the way you want to. And you know you know you want to get over that hump. You know that you have to learn how to detach uh, and be the leader in that moment and gain that respect from them. Uh, instead of their admiration, you need to gain their respect. And I think he's talking to those people. And I think those people need to hear that because they, they need to be grabbed across that line. And my hope, though, is that they don't go so far on the other side of the line that they do forget people are still the most important asset that you have. Uh, you know, and, and as a manager right. and as a, a retail manager and a team leader, uh, I absolutely love working with people. I, I made a joke on Facebook uh, the other day. I was, I was sitting at a bar and it was a really busy night and I had just posted on there something along the lines of like, uh, you, you know, how do I know that I love leadership so much is because I'm sitting at a bar, there's all these attractive women, the place is hopping, and I'm more interested and focused on the efficiency of the staff. <laughs> like that's, that's what I focus on. But I do that at restaurants too. Like I'm constantly looking at, you know, what, how efficient are they? Where's the management team at? What's mm-hmm. happening? Where's the communication? Everywhere I go. I think I need to be a fucking consultant uh, in like retail and restaurant work because I really like that sort of thing. Yeah, um, I don't know if I'd be any good at it, but I could at least tell you you're fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, I, okay, so that I, was that I was real say, AF. <laughs> I, I at the end of the day, I'm glad you had me listen to it because it's it's good to uh, expand your horizons and listen to things, even if you end up not liking them. It's good to know what you do and don't like, and why you don't like stuff, or why you do like stuff. So at the end of the I day, mean, thank you for suggesting that. It was a good suggestion. Yeah. I mean, stepping back and going and furthering that point, Bradley, uh, listeners could just go listen to our last episode, episode seven, and they would also get that same point of expanding your horizons to be better Mm -hmm. producers, which and ultimately that's what above the board is all about is getting people to to create better and and want to be inspired to create. So, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you listened to it. You know, it's not for everybody. I get that. And that's kind of why I wanted to to let you hear it. I was curious. Uh, But yeah. Awesome. So that's the end of the podcast. Uh, it told you it was going to be short. <laughs> if I had liked yeah. it, I probably would have talked more about it. No, no, no. Um, so I don't know how no, you no. want to do this, Jeremy. We're going to do a little bit of uh, producing on mic here. Uh, since okay. I do have two other podcasts that you recommended to me after I told you I didn't really care for uh, the one you suggested initially, do you want me to go over one of them and then you can go over the one I suggested? Because I only suggested one to you. 
Or yeah, sure. because you have two episodes that you listen to of the one I suggested, do you want to just go episode, episode and switch off? We can do that, too. It's up to you. You uh, just you make it happen. This is your podcast today. Why don't you... Uh, why don't you go? Why don't you go over one of the episodes, the first episode you listen to, or whichever one you want okay. of the uh, okay. the one I suggest. I I will talk about the one I listened to recently. Um, so you had me listen to, and I'm gonna mess up her name because I'm really bad at names. I'm gonna pull it up here real quick. Okay. You had me listen to Oral Sessions with Renee Paquette, mm-hmm. and <laughs> what I find interesting right from the get. Yeah, when you told me this, I was like, I, I honestly thought, I'm going to have to listen to a porn star talking. And it, it, fine, if that's what I have to listen to, great. I just, you know, hope there's no sound effects. Um, <laughs> but I, once I started looking through the uh, list, and I think you even gave me a heads up, it, it's wrestling. So yep. I don't know anything about Renee Paquette except for what I kind of gathered from here and then I did look up. Uh, so if I'm understanding this correctly, she's mm-hmm. married to a professional wrestler. She is. Okay. She's and they've been married for quite a while, have yes. multiple kids. Uh, no. Um, they don't have any kids. Uh, no. Well, she's pregnant now. She's pregnant? Yeah. No, yes. Okay. So yeah, I she, thought they had another kid. I thought they had another kid already. Uh, I don't believe so. I mean, if if they do, okay. then I'm unaware of it. Uh, okay. But I also, I'll That's admit, fine. I don't like follow them super closely. But more okay. than... what. But, I was going to say, more than just being married to a professional wrestler, she also has a lot of um, backstage interview history with... That's what uh, I thought it was. WWE, uh, which is the major okay. United States promotion. Yes. Well, that, that, I knew she had something to do with it as well, uh-huh. uh, just by listening to the podcast. But So the, the first thing I notice when I'm scrolling through it is uh, she titles her, her podcast by whoever she's interviewing. Mm-hmm. Now, you asked me to listen to the Q&A, and I actually didn't want to do that. And the reason yep. I didn't want to do that is it's really difficult to listen to a Q&A of a person that I don't know anything about and don't care about yet. Fair so, enough. like, I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't, if they're going to be like, you know, what's your favorite color? What kind of dog do you like? I don't fucking care. I have no idea what your quality of work is. And right now I have no, mm-hmm. and I shouldn't say I don't care. I just don't, I don't have a buy-in yet. Right. So I scrolled through it, and you mentioned the O'Shea Jackson Jr. episode. So yes. that's what I went for. Yes. Um, all right. So first off, I maybe I'll get ripped apart here online or something. I'm going to be honest. Uh-oh. I didn't know who the hell O'Shea Jackson Jr. was. <laughs> um, I had all. to look I, him up, I, too, I, when I first heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, whatever. I listened to this. I didn't know if he was going to be, you know, uh, I I didn't know. I mean, I knew this was about wrestling, so my guess was he was a wrestler. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it went in. I'm like, oh, shit, Ice Cube's kid. Okay, yeah, now I know who he is. I don't know why I just, you know, because it's Ice Cube. I never think of, you know, O'Shea Jackson. Yeah. Um, And then once those things clicked, I was like, all right, cool. Uh, The first thing that I thought was wickedly cool about this podcast, and I saw it in, oh, that was the first one I listened to. The other one I listened to uh, recently was Chris DeStefano, yep. um, who is a comedian, and I, I like Chris DeStefano. I can't say his name. Chrissy D, uh, yep. as he calls himself on everything. <laughs> um, that was the one I listened to recently, and both of the episodes that I listened to had this uh, in common, so we'll just talk about it right now. Mm-hmm. I like, one, her interview style. Yeah. I think that she does a phenomenal job 
just making a very relaxed sort of vibe for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the, the Chrissy D episode, she even talks about prepping her people beforehand. And I thought, okay, you know, I mean, you and I kind of do that a little bit. We talk a little bit before the episode and kind of get things squared away. My guess is most podcasters do that. Right. Uh, just, you know, just because you've got to have some preparation. There's very few people that can just, you know, get a hot mic and go to it. Uh, so, so I like that. I like that sort of behind the scenes thing. But what I noticed about the Chris Stefano was it wasn't about wrestling. It was an actual interview with him mm-hmm. and, and just kind of, but it wasn't like an interview. It felt like two people who have been friends for a while, but just haven't seen each other for a bit. And they're just sort of, Hey, what have you been up to? How, how are things going? And I find that banter to be just very enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, I think that's probably the major reason I'm, I am enjoying the podcast is it kind of hits that crux of, oh, it's wrestling adjacent, and it's also a really cool vibe of uh, just friends hanging out or friends becoming friends. There's one episode where she interviews someone she doesn't has never even talked to, and you can hear them over the course of like the first 20 minutes like realizing, oh, shit, we're going to be good friends. Like So it's, it's a cool <laughs> vibe. Yeah, and it's with the with the Chris uh, Stefano episode. It was neat how because uh, they're obviously friends outside of you know doing this podcast, uh, and they've you know had time together and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. I I thought the production value is pretty good. The only thing that that frustrates me with this is I'm guessing they're doing it like through Zoom. They um, are, yeah. So, and I, I know I've heard of other podcasters that do that, especially with uh, COVID and whatnot. Um, we do ours differently than that. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a little bit behind the scenes. We record, we talk on the phone and record independently. And then, you know, we share the file uh, and then just blend it together. Mm-hmm. And it gives it more of a richer sound, I believe, than that very noticeable. I'm talking over a video conferencing device. Yeah. Um, and and that, unfortunately, that does take me out of it. That frustrates me. When I listen yeah. to a podcast that is is kind of um, just the production value just isn't great. Uh, so yeah. I get frustrated with that. Um, I also don't like all of her ads. I get it. She's oh, trying yeah. to make money. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe you and I will get to the point where we're you know, doing ads for people. And I just hope that if we do, we have better segues into them. Because in that Chrissy D one, it was really noticeable in that one. It was yeah. in the middle of conversation. It was like not even a good breaking point. Yeah, and I just, wonder... I wonder how because she's part of the the volume network, I think. So I do wonder if it's like um, if it's like at certain points because I noticed like it's there's one like really early on in the episode. There's one like in the middle, and then there's one at mm-hmm. the end. So I wonder yeah. if they're like at prescribed times or whatever. Um, I don't know. I that mean, could we're, be. We're so small time. We have no idea how ads work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's. I mean, it, it's still interesting, and you know, they talked, and what I did like too is because. Uh, Chris Stefano, he's a podcaster as well, and he has a couple different ones out there, mm-hmm. uh, which I am going to look up and kind of check out. Uh, but he does talk about how, you know, when your fan base gets big enough, he's like, you don't need to have a hundred thousand people fan base. Mm-hmm. You can have a ten thousand person fan base. He goes ten, fifteen thousand people. If you can get, you know, half of those or whatnot to subscribe to your Patreon, then all of a sudden you're becoming a professional in this business yeah. because you're you're basically getting paid to do this. And, you know, I, I guess every podcaster, when they start out, that's kind of the, the goal. We all want to, you know, how can we get sponsors? How can we get people to donate to us? How can, you know, how can our content become 
relevant and valued enough that people see that value, gain that value, and then they you know can give back to help us out. Um, so, with that being said, my Venmo account. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 no. Uh, hey, man. No. <laughs> Got to respect the hustle. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But but overall, I mean, the thing that I noticed the most on that uh, production value is pretty good. But her interview ability to just be sort of conversationally mm-hmm. or conversational, I just think is wonderful. It was very interesting to listen to. She seems a little bit aggressive herself. Uh, so imagine she's a feisty one. But I guess when you're married to a pro wrestler and that dude's big. Yeah. Um, John so Mox, he's not one to fuck around with. No, John Mox is probably one of my favorite. So. He's he's awesome. Um, but yeah, and uh, she's apparently a heavy drinker too. She talked a lot about that with Chris Stefano and like, yeah, I can't wait till this baby's out of me, and you yeah. know, I'm gonna get drunk and I miss it and whatever. Um, so I don't know, it was just kind of interesting. But yeah, I she you know I like that episode a lot. She's not like which even now I don't even I would I would say the last few years has done a really good job of minimizing this view in society, but. Um, that typical like um, woman who only drinks wine or whatever that that outlook, is, which I think she does talk about wine at some point. I think she doesn't. It's not that she does doesn't enjoy it, but from what I can tell, like she's not that that uh, stereotypical incorrect. I she's, should add. Viewpoint she's not of the a, Instagram. Yeah, she's not the yeah. Instagram mom. I, yeah. yeah, which so I, 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 I like that. that. Uh, but even if she was, I think based off of her personality and. Uh, just how um, adjacent to wrestling uh, a lot of her interviewers are, I probably would enjoy it just as much. Um, you know, the, the it's it, I really enjoy the podcast. I really really like it. Yeah, I you know I, I saved her. Um, I, I'm subscribed to her. Uh, I'm gonna check out some more of them. I don't know that I'll listen to all of them. Well, um, I, I likely won't listen to many of the wrestling ones. But you know, if a name with, pops up or whatnot, she does some with uh, some MMA. Um, uh, okay. Fighters, she does one yeah, I mean, with I, Josh Barnett, I think. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of funny, so. and I it it'll just come about like one day I'll say, oh, let me you know let me listen to this podcast. Uh, there's another one I listened to, American Glutton with Ethan Suplee. Uh He was I, everybody knows him, I'm sure. He was the uh, in uh, My Name Is Earl. He was the brother, uh, really heavy guy. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, he was in Boy Meets World. He was, you know, a bully in that. Uh, but he lost all this weight and just got stacked. And he nice. started doing a podcast. And he struggled back and forth, obviously, with his weight. Uh, he was something like 400 and some pounds. But he's got a really good podcast called American Glutton, where it's really just a, a conversation with different people about, you know, his journey with weight loss, with diets, with nutrition, uh, food in general, and then with exercise uh, and just the different things that he's had to deal with with addiction and some really and he's he just seems to me like a gentle giant. He looks like a guy that would rip your damn head off. But he when you listen to him, he's like he's just a big gentle giant. <laughs> and it's yeah. it's and he he's got a partner who is like his wife's best friend. Okay. Uh, and she kind of keeps him in check. And it's just really cool. It it's just a really cool podcast. I should have had you listen to that one. But yeah. I think like his interview style is a lot like Renee Paquette's. It's I'll just it kind out. of very casual and conversationally. So I yeah, that was uh, Oral Sessions with Renee Paquette. I will definitely check Episode out. 20, I believe, Chris DiStefano. Yes, uh, which just a little um, uh, side thing. I definitely, um, 
would recommend this. So uh, the longer it goes on, this this oral sessions podcast, um, inevitably the more uh, variety of guests you'll get. I think she recently had Lisa Ann on. Uh, I don't know if you know who Lisa Ann is, Jeremy. You might be too old. Um, I well, I did see that episode. She's okay, a porn yeah. star. <laughs> yes, uh, famous for the Sarah Palin. Um, Nalen Palin, whatever it was called. Oh, yeah. Which I, I didn't know never, who she was, but... I, I've never watched okay. it. Maybe I should for research. I don't know, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she has... Uh, even, like, the one that... She's done two now, I think, with her husband in it, John Moxley. Um, the latest one they did, they did, like, a, a Valentine's Day uh, kind of, like, Q, Q&A type situation. So it wasn't really even about wrestling. So even if you aren't a fan of wrestling or uh, MMA or anything sports-related like that... Uh, I still recommend listening to it, checking it out. I would probably awesome. start with the ones that we have talked about here, uh, because especially if you aren't that fan of wrestling, it'd be a good yeah. starting place. But uh, I'm glad awesome. that you didn't absolutely hate it. <laughs> no, I, I didn't hate it at all, Bradley. I thought it was a good recommendation. Definitely something I'll occasionally look back on and check out. So, yeah, awesome. thanks a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, so... I gave you uh, one, and then like you said earlier, you didn't like that one very much, so mm-hmm. I gave you a couple other suggestions. Yes. Um, which one do you want to talk about? Uh, I'll do... Uh, the, I'll just go down the order of the ones I listened to. So next you suggest... Okay. Which, it's funny, I actually was suggested... I forgot. I, I was suggested this next one, um, Fantasy and Some Flights, the podcast. Mm-hmm. I was suggested that months ago uh, when we first started this, and I kind of brought up you know, oh, I got podcast recording today or whatever, and passing to um, somebody I worked with, and, and that person had suggested, oh, uh, you know, you should check out this podcast as well. And they had recommended Fantasy and Flights, and I just, it, I had it in my notes, it totally slipped my mind. Uh, and so, and then when you recommended it, I was like, why does that sound so fucking familiar? And I looked at my notes, like, oh, shit, okay. Uh, so I checked out... Um, so hold on. So let me, let me go back now to make sure I'm following this. Mm-hmm. I suggested this to you months ago, and then a coworker also suggested this to you? Well, no. A coworker suggested it to me before I think you did. Unless you suggested oh, it to me like that's awesome. years ago. You, cause no, I, don't know I mean, that's, if, that's awesome. Yeah, so I, I've been suggested this at least twice, so I, I finally I'm doing it. I'm listening to it. And um, I liked Fantasy and Flights a lot more than <laughs> the first one. Uh, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Same deal with production quality. I didn't. I didn't notice anything uh, bad at all uh, about it. Oh, I do. Um, I, that's the only. The only tick I give them is. Oh, really? They just yes. And being that they're, I'm pretty sure they're both engineers. Um, I just I can't imagine that uh, how they allow that to go. But there's a lot of really bad audio parts that just really grind my gears. Maybe I was lucky um, and I didn't notice any, or maybe I was lucky be. and I didn't. Um, have any in the podcast episode I listen to or here's another thought I don't care, care about that give a stuff shit that <laughs> yeah. so I was like that, all right that's probably closer to it you I care way too much and you don't care at all and <laughs> yeah I just listen for that kind of stuff but I, I still love the podcast so what a spoiler alert again uh, so which episode did you listen to I listened to at the time uh, that I listened to it which was uh, a little bit ago the latest one, which is dating it now, I guess, but they're going to have to do some research and you might as well, if you go look up, if you care that much about how long ago we talk about recording versus when we record versus when we release, uh, <laughs> one, what are you doing? Two, thanks for caring. <laughs> Three, if you're going to go through all the effort to go look and see when the latest one was released, just listen to it anyways, since you're there. Um, 
I listened to the, <laughs> that was a whole big thing. Uh, I listened to the episode about character arcs. Uh, I did like it. I enjoyed it. I, I, it was like, it was like listening to a mirror, I guess. It reminded <laughs> me very much of how I interact with you and interact with other friends. We're talking about shit very just, it was a very casual environment, which I like. Yes. Um, I will say I'm not a liquor or booze connoisseur in the slightest. Uh, the closest I get to that is I, I know enough about craft beer and just different types of beer to know which ones I will enjoy. But um, I, I haven't even drank alcohol since like New Year's. So it's not like a, I, it's not like I drink beer every week or, or constantly. Yeah. Not anymore, at least. Um, so the, the, uh, the episode I chose definitely, um, it was a struggle at first to get through. Just based off, do you the mean the, the twenty minutes of uh, talking whiskey. about whiskey? Yes, uh, yeah. But but yeah. again, which I'm, I, think, I was sober and having to listen to that was rough. Yeah, yeah, I could I could see that. So, yeah, because I I do love bourbon. So yeah, yeah. I I will say I will say this. It's a testament to the environment that they are able to cultivate with their casualness and their friendliness and their banter and their chemistry that while I did not care in the slightest about the subject matter, I still was invested in listening to them uh, exactly. talk about it. So, uh, and again, I don't Which know is how I felt with Renee too. It's the same thing. Like you yeah. just, you kind of just enjoy that banter mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if you know the people or not. You just all of a sudden, yeah, let, I want to know more about you. How to, you just seem like the person I want to know about now. So keep talking. Yeah. yeah. And then that that feeling, that belief of like, I, I would love to have a chat with these guys only increased when they actually started getting into um, character arcs and, and how it's structured in stories mm-hmm. and uh, the different ways that it interacts with the story and the story informs character arcs and all that kind of stuff. Like, I am a huge fan of discussing the, those kinds of um, writer uh, storytelling techniques with my friends. Like when I lived with uh, some friends in Oklahoma City, Every single day, just about, we would devote probably an hour or two just to talking about various things um, along those lines, uh, which I'm kicking around myself now looking back at, we could have had a podcast. We even were going to, I just, I, it just fell through. Um, yep. But uh, I really enjoyed the talk about the character arcs. I thought it was, it was really cool. Um, I'm not going to go super in depth into yeah what actually they were talking about. Yeah. Go I, listen to what. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend go listening to it. If, if you're at all interested, if you are, um, an aspiring author, uh, or even if you just like to hear people talk about shit and shoot the shit, like go check it out. It was good. I really enjoyed it. So I'm glad you recommended it. Yeah. So, okay. So same thing with you. I thought, you know, it kind of, we kind of mirror that sort of banter back and forth. Uh, I love the the opening that they do with their flights. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's you know whiskey. Sometimes one of them's drinking one thing, another one's drinking another. They've had when they have other people on. Sometimes they're drinking. They'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, one of them is a lot more knowledgeable of whiskey, whereas the other one's a lot more knowledgeable of beer. Uh, and it is just fun. I I like that conversation anyway. Even being sober, I still enjoy the craft of. Um, alcoholic beverages. I think it's really neat. So I do enjoy that conversation. But something that this podcast does is they have three types of episodes. Mm-hmm. Kind of like us, where we have a, a take a gander and then we have the regular above the board and we just you know rotate them. They have one on books 
and they have one on board games. And I actually found them on Instagram, and then I started listening to them and just really enjoyed it so much. Um, but they'll do you know an episode on board games, and they have a rating system that I sort of stole and then really expanded upon because everything I do has to be complex and stupid. <laughs> um, so, but I I, you know, I took that and I. Yeah, yeah, I have I have a ridiculous board game rating system, but it works really well uh, to really get that zero to ten rating. I, I know exactly how I rate my games. Um, it's it's insane. It's a great spreadsheet. But anyway, I digress. So I like those conversations they have. They talk a lot about uh, specific mechanisms in games, and I find that to be really interesting, as opposed to just reviews. They don't do just reviews, and I'm not a big fan of listening to reviews unless it's a game I'm thinking of buying Mm -hmm. or it's a game I've played before, and I'm just kind of curious what that person says about it. Uh, It's sort of like having a conversation with a person I can't really talk to. Um, Right. So, so I like that, you know, that kind of very board game conversation, but not reviews. Yeah. And then the book ones, they, they did an episode on Lord of the Rings, which I thought was pretty neat. Uh, but just listening to them and how they talk about, again, just like that, like the character arc, it's a specific thing within books, within literature. And they're very knowledgeable about what they're talking about. Obviously they spend a lot of time reading. They actually don't read very much. Most of what they do is audible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third thing they do is a fireside. And the most recent one is called The Ultimate World Builder, uh, Kayoshi. I don't exactly know who that is or what that is, so I'm, I'm kind of anxious to see. It's a 38-minute episode. I wouldn't mind listening to that soon. Um, but I'll tell you one of the reasons why I really enjoyed listening to these guys. They're very active on Instagram. Uh, I don't know about their other social media. That's just how I interact with them. And they do a lot of polling, and they do a lot of questions. And I've talked to, um, I think it's Dalton. I think that's who runs the uh, Instagram. I've talked to him, you know, through Instagram numerous times, like back and forth. Uh, Just a really personable person. Uh, And he's called me out on two of the episodes now uh, with my Instagram thing. It's just kind of a cool feeling, like, yeah, I feel like I made it or whatever. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm the fan that's getting called. Yay! (laughs) Uh, So, you know, I don't know that it should excite me as much as it did, but it did. Um, But anyway, uh, yeah, I I thought they were really great. I figured you would kind of enjoy them. Um, But again, I think just like the Renee one, you'd probably have to sort of uh, cherry pick which episodes you'd want to listen to. More than likely, you'd rather listen to the... uh, uh, the the literature ones, the book ones, than the board game ones. But mm-hmm. you know, they they also talk a lot about just fantasy stuff. There's one in here uh, about Dragon Master Hobbits. Um, so they do talk about a lot of different stuff. So yeah, glad you enjoyed it. I I do as well. And if you haven't listened to them, folks, fantasy and some flights. Yeah, I yeah, same same thing. You said it is just as well as I could have. Uh, so I will not say any more. And instead, <laughs> uh, do we need to take a break? Or I'm fine. Okay, cool. I just remember you, you're getting really kind of yes. up there in age, so, you know, <laughs> you need to take That's constant true. breaks because, you know, your bladder can't handle it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I just had that I just had that cup of coffee, too, so, you know, that was delicious. All right, well, that was a weird bit. Anyways, go ahead and take <laughs> us into the, ne- the next portion where you talk about the next podcast you listen to, Jeremy. All right. So I listened to another podcast that I was recommended. Uh, it was also <laughs> it was also oral sessions with mm-hmm. Renee Paquette. 
Um, this one, as I mentioned earlier, was with O'Shea Jackson Jr. Yep. And again, I did not know who that was. You just told me to listen to that one, mm-hmm. so I decided, sure, I will. And then, lo and behold, I'm listening to Ice Cube's son. Mm-hmm. And, and not only that, Ice Cube's kid, O'Shea Jackson Jr., we shouldn't even refer to him as Ice Cube's kid, because he's acted like yeah. several well, uh, bigger films. Like He's, he's <laughs> establishing himself on his own. Um, outside exactly. of just being his his, his dad's kids, so exactly. that's cool. Always a fan of and that. And that's so listening to that one, and that was the first one I listened to. It took me much like you said about fantasy and some flights. It took me a little bit because mm-hmm. while they did bring out that he was Ice Cube's kid at the beginning, then it was eh, about twenty minutes or so of wrestling talk. Oh yeah, they and did do that. All like <laughs> yeah, and Oops. then I'm just sitting here. I was like, okay. So what does she do? Just get these people on the episode and they just talk about wrestling, you know, no matter who they are. I mean, this is kind of like, what are you going to bring David Beckham on and just talk about fucking wrestling? Um, And I just, it took me a minute. But again, the conversational style that she Mm -hmm. has and just the rapport that she has with her guest, it didn't matter that they were talking about wrestling. Yeah. I just sort of jumped in and was like, I'm just enjoying this conversation uh-huh. and their chemistry together. And, you know, they obviously know each other quite well. Um, but then this episode gets into who he is and what he's done and how he managed to get the part. Those of you that don't know, he played Ice Cube in the Straight Outta Compton movie. He played his dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spoiler alert, if you're not listening to this episode, I'll just tell you, he had to try out to play his dad, Yep, and it took about two years to get the part. Which I think is so cool. Yeah, that story was phenomenal. Uh, I I just was so engaged with it Mm -hmm. that I didn't want to stop listening. Um, the stories he talked about, his dad and his mom, I had no idea that Ice Cube has been married for 30 years. Yeah. Like... He's still married to the first wife. And it's so funny because you want to talk about persona, a detachment from persona. Mm-hmm. That is not the ice cube that you see in like the music. Mm-hmm. It's maybe, maybe a stretch of the ice cube you see in the movies, uh, at least the newer movies. Yeah. But then, yeah, I mean, I, I was so impressed. And <coughs> pardon me. I was so impressed. And what just it just. It made me happy uh, just listening to this story and listening to this kid talk about his dad and talk about his life and how he's, you know, it took him a little while to get out from underneath of his dad. He wanted to make sure that he did it on his own. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I mean, he damn sure did. I mean, he's he's out there. He's making moves. Uh, I guess he's producing and directing now. So, you know, good job. Again, the banter was absolutely amazing. I, I really, really enjoyed the banter. And that's... That's gonna. That's what's gonna keep me coming back to uh, Renee Paquette and just sort of wanting to hear these different conversations she has with different people. Yeah, I'll even check out some of the wrestlers just because if the banter is this good with these other people, I'm sure it's probably as good or better because she has more rapport with them. Yeah, and just just getting that window into people's lives. She's just seem. It seems like she's able to take the guard down from people, and I like that. Yeah, I really yeah. Uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s episode is probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite, that she's done so far. Um, it's it's either that or the one she did with uh, Phil Brooks. Um, 
also known as CM Punk in the wrestling world. Um, but that's only because okay. I love CM Punk as a character so much. Um, Phil Brooks as a person, eh, maybe. I don't know him really personally. But I really, really enjoyed O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s um, episode. I thought it was really, really cool. It was a cool kind of glimpse into somebody whose career I've never really noticed. Like, I remember reading that tidbit about, oh, he is Ice Cube's kid playing Ice Cube. And, you know, years ago when I read that, when Shredder Cop the first came out, I was like, well, yeah, of course, it's his kid. He probably knows him better than anybody. Um, yeah. And then just to hear that story of, oh, he fucking proved it. Like, he proved that he was the one who's most qualified for that job. And in today's uh, day and age, like, that's super important to be able to do that and be able to point to that as... um a measure of equality. So I'm all for it. You can't see it, but I'm thumbs up in right now. Awesome. I Me also too. had a fucking huge ass grin when you said, I'll probably even check out some of the ones with the wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I, I know, know I got, you're, you're I got really, you. <laughs> you. You don't, it's fine. I'm going to get you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, I gave you another option to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, and you decided to give that a shot. It did. Um, today, I think. Today. And uh, so, which, which one was this? You uh, also recommended The Secret Cabal, specifically Lords of the Dungeon. Because um, like, they have several different, from what I can tell, several different uh, types of episodes as well that they do. Yeah, they have three different ones. Um, I checked out Lords of the Dungeon. Um, I checked out, I started with episode one. I didn't see that they had an episode zero, which kind of introduced the cast. So I kind mm-hmm. of jumped into the middle of it a little bit with uh, just starting with episode one. So I didn't know any of the people. Uh, okay. But I think that actually kind of worked out in my favor because they had such good, speaking of chemistry, such good chemistry with each other that like I could tell like, yeah, these are just a bunch of friends. It felt like That's they were a bunch a- of friends hanging out. Well, that's exactly what they are. I yeah. mean, that's both both Secret Cabal and the uh, Lords of the Dungeon. It's two different casts. Jamie is the one that runs both of them. He's he's the one that actually does the whole podcast. Uh-huh. Um, the one that I listen to is the board game side of it, and it's you know five guys who have been friends most of their lives, except for a new person that came in. But he's been in their lives for fifteen plus years, I think. Uh-huh. And then the Lords of the Dungeon, uh, three of them, I believe, went to school together. And they're my age. They actually grew up about 40 minutes away from where I grew up at, and they currently live in the town that I grew up in. And that's one of the reasons I listen to them, uh, just because it kind of reminds me of home and they talk about certain things. But yeah, uh, yeah. so they're, they're absolutely friends. So, and I think it comes across really well. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I guess we'll start with the production quality because that's <laughs> surface level. I liked it. I mean, this one I did notice. I did notice the uh the how well it was done i really like the intro mm-hmm. and outro like the super booming like announcer voice i like that i thought it was kind of cool yeah um it definitely made it stand out to me so i enjoyed that uh but more than that more than just surface level i really really did like the i like the content that they were talking about um i liked their chemistry and the kind of, kind of camaraderie and rapport that they had with each other uh i thought it, it just felt like sitting at a Sitting in at a table with a bunch of friends talking about their after a game, their, their after game, a yeah. session, uh, which is really really cool. I also liked how they the, the you didn't you don't think it would make that much of a difference, but I really did like how they were recording it about to play their game uh, for the first mm-hmm. time. 
I thought it was really cool, like kind of because you could feel their excitement of like, oh, we're going to play, we're going to play, we're going to play. Um, it just mm-hmm. made me so much more excited to actually play again myself. Um, and I think uh, some of their ideas that they talked about with their kind of collaborative creation, character creation, uh, I will probably be stealing for this next campaign. Uh, so I'm excited. Yeah. Well, and that's, I'm glad that you listened to that one, and I'm glad you went to the beginning because something. And I've listened to quite a bit of the Lords of the Dungeon. Yeah, can't talk. I've listened to quite a bit of the Lords of the Dungeon episodes, and the thing that I enjoy about it is that it's not playing the game and just doing that. It is talking about specific aspects of RPGs. Yes, and 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 just like I said with the Fantasy and some flights. I enjoy that more than the conversations of just, okay, this is what happened in our campaign, or this is our campaign, and you're going to listen to it. Yeah. So it's neat to have a, a specific, uh, just a, like a specific subject that they're talking about, and then that's part of the episode, but then the other part is sort of just that banter. Just, again, just that conversational banter yeah. that's going back and forth. And it, it does. It makes it really easy to listen to. Yeah. I, I like how you kind of pointed out, uh, which it was in my notes I was going to bring up later as well, but um, I really did enjoy that whole talking about a certain aspect of an RPG uh, mm-hmm. because it's not to say that anybody who, because obviously we all know I'm a huge fan of Critical Role, right? And mm-hmm. uh, Adventure Time, what little I've I've seen of it and, and watched of it and listened to of it. Um, there's, there's a difference... Subtle, but there is a difference between streaming your game so people can see it in its raw format and looking at it through the lens of, uh, you know, certain aspects of it and why one aspect worked versus maybe it didn't work and and Mm -hmm. why. That why question is really, really cool. It's a little bit more, I guess, intelligent. Um of a, yeah, of a it's podcast. a more intellectual. Intellectual. Yeah, that's, it's that's definitely more cerebral. Yeah, that's probably better because I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on anybody, any like, critical role or anything. Like, because obviously it's a super well known, best known D and D anything. Yeah, um, it's just but a it's different. A, it's take almost on it. unfair. It is, but it's almost unfair. True. Because of critical role, any sort of streaming or any sort of podcast where they're just playing the game out. It's. It would be difficult if you're listening to Critical Role to listen to anybody else because Critical Role is literally professional yeah. voice actors. So these people yeah. are professional. One of their cast members to, just won a fucking BAFTA award. Like they're professionals. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's no joke. I mean, that's you could you could Google any one of them. And I promise you, you have seen something that they're in mm-hmm. at one point or another. Um, and Matt Mercer has just, he's done it for so long and he's so good at that. Some of them are writers. So there's a lot of talent in the critical role atmosphere. Atmosphere, uh, And they've, you know, now they're, you know, getting that finances in there to be able to make it a better production as well. I remember the early episodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a shitty production. Oof. But, you know, they, they were testing the waters. And so, yeah, it's not fair, I think, to, to compare critical role to any of the other people out there that are doing it. No. And, you know, if that's your thing, if you like listening to RPGs on podcast form, so be it. You know, yeah. do your thing. Enjoy that if that's your thing. Absolutely. It's just not mine. I mean, yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it, do what you enjoy. Um, 
100 mm-hmm. that's always going to be like my my blanket uh umbrella statement um but i was listening to this uh Sir Gabal and i as they were as i was thinking about what i wanted to talk about and why i liked it i i kept um thinking about the looking at it through a certain lens of uh the type or the um, aspect of rpgs and then i even i i looked i started looking at uh because critical role uh had a a a recording last night or aired a recording last night um an episode last night so i was thinking back on things that i had watched with critical role through the lens that they talked about in secret cabal and it just made it more enjoyable because i was able to see how does it work in practice like does it prove it did it disprove it did it not interfere like so it was really really cool um for myself personally i really enjoyed that aspect of listening to the secret cabal uh but I really do enjoy the banter, and I will be adding Lords of the Dungeon to my podcast that I will be listening to. Awesome. So uh, thank you so you, much. Yeah, they're, they're regular episodes. They're board gaming-centric episodes. They're pretty long. They're about three hours. Uh, I typically do not listen to the review in the middle of it. Um, again, same thing. I, I, just, I, w- I have gone back and re-listened to episodes or at least fast-forwarded to that review. Uh, typically just because unless I'm going to buy that game again or, or I'm, I've played it, I just don't care. Yeah. And it's not that it's, there's anything against it. I just I don't want that information. Usually what it does is just want me to go out and buy the game. Um, so I, I try to steer clear from that. But their beginning of their episode is this banter, and then it goes into, and again, it's just a couple of guys. They're, they're, they've known each other for a long time, so there's a lot of back and forth there. And then they get into... You know, what have you been playing? And then they're talking about, they're doing a quick rapid fire of games they played. And I like that form of review better than the long form. And then they do a look back, which I, I enjoy that if it's a game that I know, where they, it's a game that they reviewed the year before and they kind of talk about, you know, what did we do this past year? Have we played it? Do we still like it? Whatever. And then they do a news segment, which I enjoy because, uh, you know, news about board games. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end of the, the episode, they do. They usually have some sort of a topic that they're dealing with, uh, whether it be questions from listeners or just a very specific question uh, that they kind of, you know, get into and, and just dive deeper in. And I enjoy that. I mean, I just, and again, it's just that conversational style uh, podcasting that I really enjoy, which looking back over the episode or the, yeah, the episodes that we, we had each other listen to, mm-hmm. apparently that's what we're into with podcasts. It's just conversational <laughs> yeah. style podcasting. Which makes sense. Um, absolutely makes sense. Yeah. It, One of my favorite does. podcasts, the very first podcast I ever really got into a lot was the, um, was the Rooster Teeth podcast actually, which I liked it so much because of the, um, chemistry that the people on the podcast had because they're part of a, an online content creation uh, uh company that i watched all their videos of so like of course i would I, so yeah it makes sense like the yeah and it's the camaraderie between people is important yeah. and there's there's literally thousands and thousands of podcasts out there yeah i mean the fact that you're listening to this one right now is impressive that we made some sort of an impact that you found us uh, yeah. thanks mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, but no, seriously, proving to our fathers uh, that so we aren't going to be a waste of space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. My dad's never going to listen to this. It, so I don't care. 
there are so many podcasts out there that are not conversational or interviews or mm-hmm. motivational or whatever else that are like stories, people reading stories or people telling stories. And, and, you know, a lot of people really get into those. And I think that's fascinating as well. I'm not, I don't enjoy crime stories or murder stories. It's not my shtick. There's no, I do not want to fill my head with that. It just, yeah. it seems too negative in my, in my mind. Um, however, I, I know a lot of people that really like that, and I know it's an extremely popular genre right now. What is that one um, podcast? I think it's Carlin, George Carlin, where he does like the history stuff about history. What is that one called? Do you know what I'm talking well, about? George Carlin is dead, so I oh, don't know if he's podcasting from the grave. <laughs> what is that? Well, <laughs> I might have to listen to that then. Uh, it's like something history, history podcast or something. I don't know. I Dan Carlin. You know, I, I don't. That's who I'm thinking of. Okay, <laughs> close enough. <laughs> uh, hardcore history. That's the that's the closest one to like a um, a, a themed or like a story esque podcast that I because I think I listened to one or two episodes with my brother, maybe when we first came out to California to visit my mom. Uh, I think we listened okay. to an episode or two of that, and I liked it. I, it, it Dan Carlin is a very um, He's got a lot of personal, uh, a personable personality, I should say, with his with his with how he talks. So, um, okay. But I haven't actually listened to a whole lot of the podcast. But that's like the only one I would probably consider listening to. That is along those lines of what you're talking about with like uh, history or story or mm-hmm. or like a, a heavy like theme themed podcast. Um, yeah, I I listen to one to sleep to once in a while, and it's just a guy that talks about random shit. Yeah. Uh, in a very monotone voice, and uh, it puts me to sleep right away, and that's the point of it. Isn't that um, ASMR? Uh, it's this. I don't think is ASMR. <laughs> I mean, I, it's just maybe, but yeah. I mean, he talks like he'll go through when Game of Thrones was on. He was just going back through and recapping like three, four episodes back. Uh, he's done it with the Mandalorian, and he just recaps the the story. Yeah, and he just kind of talks like this the whole time. And then he he has a weird he has a weird voice for Antonio Banderas, and I have no idea where the hell it came from, <laughs> and yeah. why he does it, and how many episodes he does. But he does like this interview with Antonio Banderas often, mind you, like a lot of times in different episodes. It's a horrible voice. It's not even like, so remotely wait, close. He he pretends to be Antonio. He Banderas. pretends he pretends to interview Antonio Banderas weird. with the shittiest. It is so weird. And there's been nights where I just couldn't sleep. And, you know, typically it takes me about, I don't know, five to ten minutes to fall asleep. It usually doesn't take me very long once I lay down. Uh-huh. And there's nights where if I have to wake up and I'm like, okay, I'll listen to him. But, and I'll end up listening to him for like 20 minutes. What the fuck did I just listen to? Um, <laughs> so weird. Um, weird, man. Yeah, so... Yeah, and you know, typically, like you know, with all the podcasts that are out there, I mean, there's great ones out there. I'm sure I'm missing out on a lot, and I get told a lot. Oh, there's you know, you got to listen to this. You got to listen. Like, listen, I don't have time to listen to every fucking podcast out there. Yeah, I listen to audiobooks. I try to listen to music now. I, I used to not even listen to music very often. I'm trying that. I recently started listening to uh, an opera. I'm just trying, just trying to expand my horizons a little bit, and I'm trying to get back into actually reading, you know, the written word on printed pages. Yeah. Um, and so I don't have a, I don't have a lot of time to listen to a lot of different podcasts. So I am a little bit more selective, and even the ones that I really enjoy, I've got a lot of different board game ones that I enjoy. It's very selective. It's okay, you know, I've I've got time. 
I'm really in the mood to just kind of consume this right now. So sure, I'll, I'll listen to these guys right now. Um, but yeah, so it, man, I, I, I think that was a, a pretty cool experience. Yeah, I liked it. I'm glad that um, we did it. I, I am, yeah. I'm happy that you suggested all, all of these different uh, types for me. I'm sorry I only suggested one, one, one podcast for you to listen to. Um, it's all right. I got two out of it. It was good. Yeah, and I got, I got you were two out of it as well. Two out of the three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I feel yeah, like I I'm putting it, I think it worked put out it, pretty well. I feel like I'm putting really uh, uh, with Andy Fasalis on blast here. I'm not. I only listened to the one. <laughs> if 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 you're listening to this and you do like Andy Fasalis, recommend another one for me. Recommend one based off of what you heard me talk about. What you what you would what obviously I do 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 not enjoy the podcast. Recommend me another one on Twitter, and I'll yeah. listen to it. Um, I'll give him another shot. Yeah, maybe, maybe you would enjoy one of his interview ones where he's talking with somebody else. I Probably. don't know. I have I'll a feeling you won't. <laughs> yeah, you may not. It's, it's we'll still see. very, you know, that hyper aggressive. We'll see. I'm going to eat people for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. But that does bring us uh, to the end. But before we do that, we have one more order of business to get to, Jeremy. You know what time it is. What, what's that? It, oh, is it it's time uh, for take, draw from the hat? And, take a gander. <laughs> Uh, where I suggest you to do something, you probably will hate it, but then come to love it. And then you suggest another thing for me, <laughs> and I will probably enjoy it because I'm a pleb, and I enjoy a lot of things. You you do. I've noticed that. It's hard to get you to hate stuff, and I'm trying. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to get you to hate anything. Uh, just trying to get you to watch or see or listen to something different than you normally do, which, which honestly, I think that's what this is all about. And I know mm-hmm. we talked about this in the last, uh, the last episode, and we'll probably talk about it in most of the episodes, just as kind of a refresher, is we do this as a way to expand our horizons. Mm-hmm. It's a way for us to uh, listen or hear something that, you know, we wouldn't otherwise have done. And it's also a way that just, you know, Bradley and I are friends. We've been friends for a long time. And because we live so far apart now, it's a really cool way to sort of, stay close to one another you know hey mm-hmm. check this you know it's the same that you would do with your your best friend right now you'd probably if you heard a cool album you'd probably say hey you know, check this album out and they would listen to it and then the two of you would talk about it we just happen to like our own voices so we record it when we talk about it <laughs> yes sorry i think i lost them again no oh, sorry, sorry. i was here <laughs> okay. i was listening i was agreeing i was also just checking i texted um a friend earlier uh, to get his permission to shout him out on Twitter, but he did not respond, so I'm not going to. Okay. Uh, okay, well, so, time for with that gander. said, this last week I told you it was my idea to do the podcast. Mm-hmm. This week it's your idea, so what is our take a gander for next episode? So, oh boy, I just want, I want to take a moment real quick to... Uh, give a shout out to all the fans out there who always believed in me, who always knew that I would be able to get Jeremy <laughs> to watch wrestling and talk about wrestling on the podcast. We're going to do it, baby. Here we go. Jeremy, I have four wrestling matches, professional wrestling matches I want you to watch. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Now, I will admit. No, okay. I will admit. Are they, are they matches or are they like, like the whole, you know, Thursday night raw? No, no, no. no. Uh, it's Monday okay. night and no. Uh, it's not the full. It's not a full uh, broadcast episode. They're just Good. matches. All right. I will say though. Okay. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head how long each one is. Uh, it's probably going to be about two ish hours of content total. That's all right. Um, it's just going to be That's four right. different matches. Um, 
trying to think how I want to pitch this to you. So, um, there are four different matches from three different promotions. Uh, when I say promotion, do you know what I, uh, what I mean by that, Jeremy? I think so. Okay. Just as a refresher, a promotion would be like, it's like a company. So there's in the U S the two major ones are WWE and AEW. AEW is like brand new. They started in like 2019, uh, or, okay. Yeah. Like the tail, tail end of 2019, beginning of 2020. Um, Okay. They've had more, to put this in perspective, they've had more shows uh, in front of no audiences than they have in front of audiences because of the pandemic. They're that new. Okay. However, they have been skyrocketed. Uh, their uh, professional wrestling promotion ran by uh, uh, professional wrestlers, pretty much. Um, okay. WWE is the one that people like to shit on for a good reason most of the time, uh, although they do every once in a while... Uh, put out a really fucking amazing match with an amazing story. Uh, okay. And then there is another promotion. Uh, so those two promotions, um, I have uh, three matches. Well, technically two matches between the two of them. Um, a third promotion, uh, which is based in Japan, called New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, NJPW. Um, I will be prom- I'll be recommending a match from there as well. Uh, okay. Generally, promotions do not... Uh, intersect or cross promote or one one wrestler like they're usually they're the whole thing online now is they're quote unquote independent contractors they're not they're fucking employees but they're treated horribly okay um generally if someone is contracted at one promotion they are not going to show up at another promotion until their contract is expired uh fair that being said there's some things going on in professional wrestling world right now that is changing that so we'll see anyways on to the matches i'll be recommending to you and I will send well, that you. That was a history of modern wrestling by Bradley. Uh, it's super basic and probably mostly incorrect. Um, so. Oh, great! We're giving our audience incorrect information. <laughs> All right. So what is okay? You're, well, you're going to have me watch four episodes if they care enough four, about four matches. If they care enough about pro wrestling, they know the history. Um, so I will send you links to these as well as um, an actual. So you don't worry about writing these down. I'm just saying this mostly for the podcast. So the first yes. match I want you to watch is going to be um, Tomohiro Ishii versus Kenny Omega. Um, that was in the uh, G1 US Special Tournament uh, Final. This was in 2018, I believe. Uh, 2017 or 2018, okay. I don't quite remember. It's been a while. It's a good match. Uh, the second match is going to be the tag team Young Bucks versus uh, the Lucha Brothers. This was at All In 2019. Um, the idea behind the match, uh, it's an, um, oh gosh, Escalera de la Muerta. Uh, it's a ladder match. Uh, and the uh, question behind it is, who is the best tag team in the world? Um, the third match is actually going to be uh, Penta El Zero uh, Miro. Sorry. Penta El Cero Miedo um, versus Ray Phoenix. That was an AW for the World Championship Eliminator Tournament match to see who was okay. going to go on and get a shot at the AW World Championship title uh, at the time held by Kenny Omega. And then the last match is going to be Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso in an I Quit match in Hell in a Cell pay-per-view um, by WWE. Uh, the idea behind that match is uh, they, need to, they needed to recognize the Tribal Chief was the gimmick behind it. Um, okay. Those are the four matches. Again, I'll send you a link um, to all of them. I'll send you like 
uh, probably a little bit more of a write-up, maybe like a couple sentences behind each. That will kind of hopefully give you a little bit more history and background and why I chose these matches. Okay. Uh, but as well, that's I, I I look forward to it. I mean, I I watched wrestling when I was a kid, I th- and I've seen it a little bit in my early adult life. Yeah, I think if you enjoy musicals for the spectacle, I think you'll if you can look at it through a certain lens, you'll probably enjoy wrestling if you give it a chance. Yeah, I mean, it's there is entertainment to it, and there's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll reserve a lot of this for uh, the next Take a Gander episode when we talk about it. Uh, but I'm interested. I'm, you know, I'm intrigued. It's something I know that you really enjoy. So, yeah, yeah. sure, I'll, I'll watch it. And um, I watched a lot of sports over my life <laughs> because, you know, my friends liked sports at whatever reason. And, yeah, so I did want to say I will surely do that. Um, I'm glad one, I'm glad you're giving this a shot. But two, I wanted to say I did not come up with these matches on my own. I had a lot of help with a friend that I work with. Um, I mentioned earlier, I texted him to ask if I could give his Twitter a shout out. He did not respond to time. So I will not, for sake of his privacy, uh, but thank you, my friend. Now, what are you okay. going to suggest to me? All right. So I'm excited. you may not like this, and I racked my brain when you told me the other day that we were going to be doing, you were going to, you know, you gave me a prompt that we were going to be doing mm-hmm. uh, wrestling. Um, since everything so far has sort of had a theme, you know, a, a, a media theme more than anything, I tried to stick with that. Mm-hmm. So I thought, what would be on YouTube that would be interesting and engaging that I have enjoyed or there's something about it that I enjoy that I can share with you? And this is what I came up with. Okay. So I'm going to send you four videos as well. Uh, it was only go- it was going to be however many videos you sent me. I just figured we'll do it that way because it'll be again two hours of content or so. Okay. Uh, two of them are going to be of one thing, and two of them are going to be of something <laughs> else. Okay. Okay. Two of them, and I don't know which episodes I'm sending yet, so I, I won't get that far. Two of them are going to be Bob Ross paintings. Okay. Uh, All right. But, but check this out. One of them is going to be from his early years, okay. and one of them is going to be from his later years. Um, because I think it's kind of interesting to see that, and because he was on for so long, um, I think it'd be neat to watch them back-to-back and just sort of see the, the difference in him right. uh, throughout that. The other one, <laughs> and a very similar thing, you're going to get one from the early years and one from the later years for the same reason. Okay. Uh, it's going to be two episodes of Mr. Rogers. Okay. I knew it was going to be Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mr. Rogers, Fred, was from uh, Pennsylvania, which is where I'm from, and I, I always appreciate a good uh, Pennsylvania guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I I just I, I sat there and thought about it. I was like, what what could sort of represent sort of what you know wrestling is to you that's still entertaining but has, like, this value and... And I don't know. I just I felt like Bob Ross and Mr. Ro- Mr. Rogers were cool, and I like the idea because they were on for so long mm-hmm. that you can watch something from the very early time, and you can watch something from the very late time, and see that that just back to back. And I think yeah. that'll be an interesting conversation for us. I think so too. Um, I think it'll be really yeah, cool. So and, and the, the juxtaposition the juxtaposition there is really cool as well because I'm recommending to you something, you know, ultra violent esque. Of you know action <laughs> yes. and flurry and, and nonstop, 
all that shit and and, and mm-hmm. crazy impactful storytelling, and then you're recommending something super calm and peaceful and yep. introspective. That and, was by design. Yeah, it's really cool. I like that. <laughs> that was I like absolutely it. Absolutely by design. Um, very cool. Um, okay. So yeah. So with that, folks, uh, it's going to bring this episode to a close. Mm-hmm. But before we leave, we have to always tell you where you can find us out in the virtual world. Bradley, where can they find you? Uh, so you can find me at pros be rad. There's some underscores in there somewhere at Twitter and Instagram. And I have a website, prosberad.com. I will be posting a search story on there today after recording this. I'm super awesome. excited. I'm excited to read it. Where can they find you, Jeremy? Uh, they can find me on Twitter. Uh, I think it's that board game guy or board game <laughs> underscore Jer. Same thing on up. Instagram. Yeah, it's board game underscore Jer. We figured that okay. out last episode. Right. Uh, same thing on Instagram. I recently just jumped back into Facebook. Bold move. So I'm there. Um, Bold move. Yeah, you know, I, I was off of it for four years. I thought I'd give it a shot. And, uh, I, you know, I, I'll I'll jump off topic here a second so <laughs> not to like blast my brother out there in public but i'm doing it george i'm fucking doing oh, this shit. i got off of facebook four years ago with the 2016 election and some other things that were going on in my life and just didn't want to deal with it so i stepped off of facebook and to be honest i i loved it i loved the fact that i didn't have that in my life i wasn't you know attached to it or anything the negativity that happens on facebook i wasn't there so it's great and then about 2018 or so, or 2019, I got back on and found out that you could actually delete your Facebook before you could just like shut it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever you sign back in, it was coming up, but you could delete it. So that's what I did. I went on there and just deleted it. Well, now I decided to start a new one. Mm-hmm. So my brother has, you know, kind of, he's sort of reclusive, and he and I used to be pretty close. He's, he was ex-military, and he's been all over the, the country and the world and we used to play video games a lot together and stay close. And just, you know, not being on Facebook and not having a PlayStation anymore and moving to Xbox, I don't, I don't get a chance to talk to him anymore. And that was sad because I enjoy talking to my brother. You know, he's my older brother. I think he's got a lot of wisdom. He's a cool dude. I really enjoy talking to him. This motherfucker has my phone number because he's my brother. Uh-huh. Doesn't text me except for a birthday, Christmas, Thanksgiving maybe. Uh, and then it's very seldom in between that. I've talked to my brother since I've got back on Facebook more than I've talked to him in the last four years. I don't get it. Why do people... I've talked to people this past week who I haven't talked to in years who all have my fucking number. So I don't understand this. Why is it so much easier to communicate with people on Facebook than it is through text messages? But with that being said... I'm glad that I'm back on it because I am being able to reconnect with people. And that's sort of where I'm progressing in my life right now is sort of reconnecting with, mm-hmm. with old companions and, and reestablishing relationships. And, and it's been really exciting and rewarding internally. So I'm going to keep doing it. It just blows my mind. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. That, that was random. <laughs> but, yeah. So, so you can find me out there in the world, and you can always find us at Above the Board Podcast at Gmail or Above the Board Podcast on Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. as well. Um, so definitely give us a shout out. Uh, as always with the Take a Gander, if you have something that you would like us to check out, please, please send us it. That would be awesome. We will you know, shout it out for you. Um, Bradley, any final words? 
Uh, yeah. Um, don't forget to love each other, guys. We're all in this world together. We love you. Please love each other. Be safe. Happy Halloween. What? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what year is it? What day is it? No, but uh, <laughs> please be safe, everybody. We're almost out of this shit uh, storm of a pandemic. I can feel it. I'm hoping for Hopefully. it. Um, but that doesn't mean the work is done. Just because that shit is over or close to over doesn't mean there isn't a lot more that we can do to better this world and make sure people are loved and cared for and all part of this uh, this wild ride on Earth together. Yep. Bye. All right. <laughs> folks i'm jeremy i'm bradley we'll catch you next time in two weeks check us out it's our next episode and then two weeks after that you'll get another techie gander have a great day bye and the square stop i'm still recording okay i'm done now